What was that? Oh, I have to I do it? I think you might, just because you're the owner. I'm not sure. I don't think it's working. Uh, okay, hold right. on. Let me, let, me, let me give this a shot. I just want to test it out. See how it works, if it works. Oh, there he is. He's recording. recording. Oh, God. <laughs> that was ah, creepy. Jesus. <laughs> ah! Recording. Uh... Hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're searching for answers. But poorly! So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, music, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, so what's on the schedule today? Insert, insert thing later. One of them's gonna be, one of them's gonna be a comic book thing, I know that much. Uh... Uh, welcome everybody, welcome back to the show, It's it's been a great little bit of time that Jacob and I spent apart in our uh, meditation chambers, uh, focusing our psychic energies to prepare for the next time we would meet, um, and now today's, yeah, <laughs> now today's battle proves to be probably our most epic as we tackle such topics as... Uh, we could, we could redo... <laughs> So, uh, behind the curtain, uh, maybe this will make it in or not, right. uh, I <laughs> lost a bunch of audio from another thing, which is just a constant battle that I have to, or a lesson that I'm reminding myself and I have to learn every single time is just like, after you record, make an immediate backup. Like, don't even, you know. Yeah. <sighs> but, yeah. oh well, you know. So we lost we lost a bunch of that stuff. Uh, we, we could talk about uh, Justice League again if you want. Um, like Zack <laughs> Snyder getting a new cut. Uh Oh yeah, that so was... we wait. We lost. We lost. We lost that one. Yep. The the Justice yep. League. Uh, we lost that one. We talked. We talked a lot. All right. Uh, it was it was a good episode too, and that's the reason why it, it hit me particularly hard because I was yeah. Like, I I had finished it, and I was like, "This is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna upload it," and yeah. then, it, then it just it, it got lost. So it's gone. You know, again, that's what what. Yeah. <laughs> What was the other thing we talked about in that episode? We talked about um, uh, Zack Snyder and acceptable conspiracy theories. Oh, acceptable. Which uh, we kind of start. We kind of uh, talked about basically how uh, you know the CIA is probably <laughs> like you had that. I, I, like I don't know what the name of it is. Maybe I'm just spilling all the beans already. But like, yeah, uh, that's fine. Um, this idea that like people in power like purposely group conspiracy theorists uh, in as like a, a crazy you know nut jobs um, because that makes yeah. the credible ones less likely to like come out you know um, yeah and like like yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, if you group a whole entire thing of um, like like people people who believe in bigfoot or like you know the Loch Ness monster yeah. or whatever and you group them along with legitimate ones like oh the government <laughs> is you know this company is dumping poison chemical yeah, into the water yeah, yeah it makes it easier to get away with stuff i'm yeah. sure there's a name for that totally. conspiracy theories
Poisoning the Well? Is that the name? I don't know. Yeah, Poison the Well, definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was now just thinking about it. I do yeah. exceptionally like the conspiracy theories that are so crazy. They kind of like defy people believing in them or like they're so fringe that uh they only harm a few people which is bad to say because of course if they harm people it's not good and we you know see how far like q gets and all that stupid shit mm. but i think of like time cube which is uh have i talked <laughs> about have i talked about time I have cube no before? idea what time cube is oh fuck dude time cube is so good hold on i'll look uh, it up <laughs> hold on it, it, the the man sadly has uh, passed on, Mister Doctor Gene Ray. Um, he uh, he's apparent he was most likely a, a schizophrenic, um, and just just went off the deep end. And uh, I'll send you the link to the to the website. Um, but I'll just I'll just read you his opening statement uh, here. Earth has four days simultaneously each rotation. You erroneously measure time from one corner. Earth body four corner time equals four leg mobility. Uh, Your ignorance of harmonic cube is demonic. Uh, and I'll just I'll just post it to you here. Uh, oh no. <laughs> basic. Basically, he believes that time occurs in a cube. Yeah. And and the idea being that having one system of time, like twenty four hour time. Yeah is dangerous so what you should do is measure it from each corner that you have uh i mean notwithstanding it doesn't it's still the same amount of time passing it's just you're measuring it differently but he seems to think that one time is and as you can see oh. his website is just a stream of like yeah. in it, it of schizophrenia yeah, and like i'm not yeah. mocking i'm not mocking him here this isn't like something to like poke fun of. It's more just like always a little bit fascinating to see into a mind. It really f- that yeah wow that is that is this uh, changed by by a mental illness mm-hmm. uh, that it becomes so all consuming. There's like another one. He's not a conspiracy theory, and, it's uh, all and this is what I mean by the like conspiracy theory. That's like huge string of text. That's like all this is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a great bit where he's Dr. Gene Ray is the greatest philosopher and is the greatest mathematician. Uh, 96-hour cubic day. Wow. Uh, so, like, again, this is the idea of, like, a conspiracy theory that is... It's not harmful, I don't think, because nobody would ever see so, this and be like, ooh, this is something yeah. I can get behind. And he's not out there harming people with it. Uh. It's just, like, another avenue of mental expression mm-hmm. that... You know, you'd love to see the guy when he was alive yeah. to get some help, but at least, well, at least when he was yeah. sick, he wasn't like harming people, right? With, well, like, that's, like Q and like Q and on and shit like that, yeah. right? Like it's just, yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, like yeah. It's weird that we got to a point where we're like, oh, this this nice you know thing. At least he's not you know. <laughs> At least, At least he doesn't not. think that the Democrat Democratic Party is a bunch of <laughs> Satan worshiping pedophiles. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, so all the way down at the bottom, there's copyright on it, and it said, you know, 1997 to 2005, com, yeah. yeah. And then there's a restoration yeah. from 2016 yes. to 2020. And it says, thanks to the Wayback Machine for helping restore this site. The site has been changed from yeah. its original form in good taste. In loving memory of Dr. Yeah. Gene Ray, original creator. 
Um, yeah, so there was, like, some, wow, there, I think uh, the things they changed, yeah. the things that they changed, there was definitely some anti-Semitic stuff oh, in there. Well, uh, <laughs> not, not gonna, I'm not gonna try and pretend he was a good person. No, there was, no, no. there was definitely some, you know, some stuff in there that you went, ooh, okay, you know, what's the, there's mm-hmm. the, the Jew problem again. But, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, so, because I'm getting into hacking the mainframe, um, I, yeah. I'm <laughs> currently inspecting the the the, the, um, the website. I'm looking at the code and just seeing if there's anything weird in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now, not so much. It's just a bunch of. It, it literally is just a bunch of long series of text. Just uh, commented out. Start the actual website itself. Yeah, weird. Um, man, this makes me kind of sad about uh, mental health, but. At the same time, though, I think, like, a lot of this stuff is totally crazy. But the idea of um, uh, observing time in a different way, some of it does seem a little, like, almost, um, like, Zen Buddhist or something. Or, like, very, you know, like, very monk, like, meditation type thing. Like, you know, I don't know. I see a lot of connection to that, possibly. I don't know if that's actually, you know. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> and that and that that's like the other side of conspiracy theories. I mean, like there's also here's here's another conspiracy theory I've got okay. for you. Uh, Shoot, uh, I'll, I'll look it up. It's a PDF. Hold on. Uh, it comes from a redacted CIA document. This is approved for release May twenty second, nineteen eighty four, and uh, it's titled Mars Exploration. Okay, and. The idea is that they, it's it's directly from the men who stare at goats. It's about psychic visions of Mars that the CIA funded. This is like not made up shit. Uh-huh. This is the CIA did fund research into having psychics take a sealed envelope with geographic coordinates to think about the planet Mars a million years BC, and then you can see the uh, monitor and subject talking about stuff in this in the so stuff wait so they they were psychic and they just like they so they they, they got people who claimed that they were uh-huh. psychic and then they said okay we're going to give you a set of coordinates on mars and we're going to get you to focus your psychic powers on viewing mars a million years ago uh-huh. and then you have the the minutes here at 1009 a.m 20, may 22nd 1984 and so they released it they released it right like this is this is so uh, non-classified they um, like they didn't give them anything or like they didn't they just said like Hey, if you think you're psychic, come on. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't know uh, fully uh-huh. um, what the the reasoning behind it is. Uh, doesn't tell us. Oh, yeah. I'm just reading some. Extra it, stuff it's here. mostly just a dialogue between uh, the subject, and the monitor, and the, yeah. the monitor keeps on asking him like, "What do you see now?" Yeah. And then the the subject yeah. is like, uh, you know, describing stuff. So. Strange yeah. obelisks and uh, like roads. Um, he's describing like the, you know, the yeah. terrain and whatnot. All right now, using the information in the envelope I have provided, focus your energy. I'm tracking severe, severe clouds. More like a dust storm. It's, it's a geologic problem I think. The interference is too much. Go back to the time before the geologic problem. Total difference. I see large flat surfaces, very smooth. Angles, walls, and figures. 
they look like shadows. Long and angular, wearing long flowing silk. Move close to one of them and ask them to tell you about themselves. They are an ancient people. Something is wrong though. I think they're dying. It's past their time. They are waiting to go somewhere. On the journey they say. Go along with them on your journey and find out where it is they go. We are moving now. Toward a point in the wall. It looks like a warp and inside. Inside there's a comet, but the very tail end. And now we are stepping toward it. Everything is white. I can't see. I'm blind. It is time to come back now, to the sound of my voice. Into the present, the year 1984. It 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 seems to be the, the sort of Stargate, it was called the Stargate Initiative. Huh. This idea of remote astral viewing. <laughs> I mean, uh, if you look, yeah. so we were talking about comic books, uh, maybe yeah. before or in this. I'm not sure what'll end up actually getting put into this episode, but um, you know, the CIA. There, there's this one comic book that's all about the CIA in um, Iran, and yeah. uh, like this was back in the CIA was just getting started, and they overthrew. Um, that yeah. socialist leader, and then they reinstated yeah. the Shah, yeah, yeah. which is just like. Holy shit, people. But one of the things that they kind of uh, make a point of talking about in that comic book, because it's like historical, um, is the fact that the CIA, when, as soon as they were developed or as soon as they were like like mm-hmm. instituted, their mission was so vague that they didn't really have like anything to do or they were just like trying different random crap, which to, to me is like... Mm-hmm that's insane. Like why, like what the fuck? Like that's really what we're doing is just trying whatever. And to me, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I really believe in psychics, uh, uh so yeah. much. I mean, people who say that they're psychic, I don't know what I believe, but just part of me is initially yeah. just being like, really, this is what the money's going for is to give, you know, yeah. <laughs> at least it's some yeah. interesting imagery. I can say that much, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So wait, uh, judging on judging on acceptable conspiracies, though, um, yeah. uh, time cube, I mark it uh, official stamp, acceptable time, yeah. acceptable, acceptable conspiracy. Yeah, Mars. Yeah. Just because I'm angry about it, not acceptable conspiracy. Yeah. Um, not okay. This is I am judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. I choose I make the rules. which ones are. <laughs> um, oh god! My acceptable conspiracy is uh, much lamer than all of no, these. No, mine, mine are like dark and depressing. Like. Mine is the fact that I was looking up how to like because I have a COVID beard pretty much, and I think I'm pretty right. much going to keep it. Um, I also have hair clippers like that that are like it makes me feel like mm-hmm. I'm in an actual salon like they're heavy you know um, so part of me is like I'm gonna make this work I'm gonna like you know style it and stuff and uh, I was looking up like beard grooming tips and uh, the amount of times that they tell you to wash and like mm-hmm. take care and comb I am just a lazy asshole, so, you know, anybody who <laughs> listens to this is just going to be like, wow, what an unsanitary person. But I swear, I don't think you need to, to do it that much. I think it's all a scam to get you to buy the very expensive beard washes. <laughs> that's so that not you're, much you're... of a conspiracy theory, because that's obviously what they're doing, but it's mine. 
<laughs> I like it. The, the 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 beard conspiracy. So that's very wholesome, right? Like I like to think that there's like some conspiracy out there that like uh, at some point it's like the McDonald's fry thing. Like I feel like some of my favorite foods must have changed at some point, uh, but I just like, don't yes, know. Yes, how, how, how they used to be cooked in animal fat yeah. and other vegetable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a true one right there. Yeah, that's acceptable. McDonald's, acceptable. Beards, acceptable. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, uh... <laughs> they... <laughs> They uh, just that idea of like the food changing slowly over time, but you just don't notice it. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Is there anything else to mine out of this? Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, I I I think that there's probably uh, like the the theory that uh, producers will deliberately tank movies to make back money on tax returns and breaks mm-hmm. is like totally plausible. <laughs> Well, that Iwe Bowl or whatever his yeah. name is, the guy yeah. did all like the Doom, and there were like these really crappy yeah. um, mm-hmm. video game movies. Um, he like those are specifically just because they're like tax write offs or whatever. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, I uh, agree with that. Well, one of the things that we talked about uh, in terms of acceptable conspiracies, mm-hmm. or at least ones that were true. Was there was this one woman, I think her name's Silkwood, um, who was, like, investigating um, this nuclear power plant or something, mm-hmm. and um, she was going to drop off this information to this journalist or something like that, and uh, she crashed her car, um, it, like, crashed off the road, but... Um, you know, there's evidence to suggest that she was pushed or whatever, the right. way that the car fell down or whatever. Right, it's like, you yeah. Know, She's probably forced off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't that wasn't that in uh, 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 that movie? Fuck, what's that movie called? I, I have no idea. No, the movie where uh, I speak the true true. Uh, <laughs> Cloud Atlas? <laughs> yeah, it's in Cloud Atlas. It's in Cloud Atlas. You speak the true true. Oh, my God. Dad's in Cloud Atlas. I'm in Cloud Atlas. What's Cloud Atlas? Sometimes small true true, different than the big true true. Halle what the Berry. hell is this movie? I don't Halle understand Halle, it. Okay, so Halle How Berry. does that have anything to do with any of the other imagery that I've seen associated with Cloud Atlas? Halle Berry. It's, it's one of the ones that's not talked about, but it is good. So in the third... <laughs> we should watch it together, but I'll just spoil some stuff. In the third... Do you care if I spoil stuff? No. In the 30s, there's this, like, uh, gay piano player who falls in love... <laughs> Falls I did not love. expect it to start out this way. Um. He's, he's like a composer, and he, he composes beautiful music, and he, he composes the soundtrack, the Cloud Atlas suite, for the whole movie. Uh-huh. And then he has a lover who eventually grows up to be a prominent nuclear physicist who m- meets Halle Berry, who's an investigative reporter researching this nuclear reactor, which he thinks is unsafe, and he gives her the secrets. And uh, what's his name? Uh, oh fuck! What is that actor called? He's a British actor. He's uh, uh, often a charming rom-com guy. He's in love. Hugh actor. Grant. Hugh Grant is the evil boss of the nuclear reactor and orders her to be forced off the bridge, and she almost drowns, like the 
woman mm. does in real life, but she doesn't. And then it's this whole like sort of un- uh, unfolding thing of, of uncovering the secret and she meets the love of her life or something like that. I can't remember how that story gets wrapped up. Hugh Grant actually has great roles in that. He plays, he plays the evil nuclear guy. He plays a cannibal. <laughs> he plays like this cannibal with like sharp teeth who like tries to kill, uh, Tom Hanks when he's like, I'm, I speak to true, true guy. Uh, <laughs> it's a wild ride, dude. I, I, I can't believe you haven't seen that movie. You should, I feel like we've talked about it multiple times. We uh, should watch and, We should uh, do a viewing. Come on. It's a good film. It's been a, I've only seen it once. I saw it in theater. Wow. Uh, All right. That's a good... Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It must have been a great experience. See it on yeah. a big screen. Yeah. It's quite, it was good. It was kind of like the interstellar of its time. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was. Like all, all visual, kind of. Like all... Uh, pageantry of a film 2012 huh oh my goodness yeah 2012 huh man yeah it was good i i enjoyed it people kind of pooed it later Dude, on but stellar wasn't that much later it wasn't 2014 i think yeah yeah there's still 2014 so it was only like two years later huh, huh it was weird all right yeah, it's good Man, well, uh, yeah, we should watch it sometime, I suppose, uh, so yeah. I can finally understand what half of your references are. <laughs> nah, you don't, you don't reference it that much. No, I really don't. Uh, but okay, cool. Uh, yeah, and that, you know what, Cloud Atlas, another acceptable conspiracy. <laughs> is the is the movie Cloud Atlas it's, itself? The movie Cloud not Atlas actually. itself is a conspiracy, an acceptable yeah, conspiracy. It's not even yes. it's not even real. <laughs> I don't believe uh, it. Jeez. Uh, uh, wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Brilliant. Uh, audio editor this fine evening can i do anything to make your stay more pleasant if it has anything to do with audio quality um it's technically on me but uh i can't help you because i already did it in true typical fashion i've selected this music because i really want to have a backdoor pick of the week it was one that i picked last week last episode the one that got lost The music is a remix of a theme from Infinity Train, a very well done animated show, kind of in the vein of like adult-ish, kind of like uh, Adventure Time, I would say. Each of the seasons have really tight, thematic kind of um, internal and external struggles, which I really appreciate. And the animation is good, the voice acting is good, um, and not to mention probably my favorite thing, the music. It's this kind of Vangelis light type thing that's going on there. Very moody, synthy, ominous type stuff. And I just really liked it. Next segment, we're going to be talking about crappy comic books. It's a topic Alden and I have talked on and off for a while. 
Um, and I found a particularly bad one that I wanted to share. If you're interested in seeing the comic, it will be up on our Instagram page. So you can see the panels that we are trying to describe to you in this segment. No idea if it's going to work. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I haven't edited it yet. Ooh. So, you know what? Let's go find out. Jeez, uh, and just like what we were talking about before, or at later, depending <laughs> on how Jacob edits this, Justice League is also a conspiracy theory. Uh, yes, we might come back to Justice League, or we might do something else, Alden. <laughs> yeah, we might do so. What is the other thing we might do? Something else? Oh, a surprise! Well, oh, okay. Well, Alden, I we talk a lot about. Um, weird comic books like outside of yeah. outside of this and um um i want to share with you a, a graphic novel a comic book no, not a not a graphic novel it's a it's a comic book it's it's one pager it's something that i found very very odd um and uh i was thinking we could look at it together try and describe it to the audience and I don't know. I just just get your impressions about it. Yeah, um, yeah, sure, sure. But just to give Finally. you a little bit of background, this is from a. Uh, where's the publication on here? This is from a comic book from 1988. Um, and uh, are, are you familiar with the Marvel character Shang Chi? No. Is it similar? Is it going to be a similar character like uh, Cloak and Dagger? Or whatever those ones were called? No, not at all. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and, and I know I'm pronouncing Shang-Chi wrong. Um, Shang-Chi is a, uh, a gross mispronunciation of the words, but it does sound more badass than the actual What is Chinese. it actually? The actual Chinese Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. <laughs> it doesn't sound I, that badass. He's yeah. a Chinese martial artist. He's like if Iron Fist was actually Asian, you know? Um <laughs> But his name is Shang-Chi, and th- there was there was talk of him getting his own Marvel movie at some point. Right. But he was kind of always a, a minor character. Like, no one ever really knew that much about him. Right. Okay, um, yeah. Until now, because I have a comic book for you. Oh, oh boy. It's called, What If Shang-Chi Were a Fast Food Cook? Oh. oh. Here's the first panel. Okay. Oh, okay. Know, can, can you... I can't. I can't blow. You can't blow. I can blow. I can zoom. I can zoom. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna look really bad, isn't it? Uh, it's okay. It's fine. I'm only at 210 percent. I can read it. I I mean, the temptation is to be a very racist voice at the moment. What? What? Why would you say that? What what gives you the impression that this is this is anywhere racist? Well, just the names. Uh, Chu being spelled. A C-H-E-W, which is not how it's spelt phonetically. Um, and it's a clever portmanteau to the fact that he's making fast food, I'm assuming. Uh, uh, yeah, so th- just to be clear, this is a parody comic book, uh, comic strip. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a nice little touch. I'm just reading now. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this, is a, this is a parody comic strip. So 
take that for what you will. But this is this is what passes, you know, uh, 1988. This is this is something that you could get away with here. Um, yeah, you could you could put this out and nobody would. No one, no you wouldn't one, get canceled. Everyone would be like, "It's fine. It's great. It's yeah. funny." You wouldn't you wouldn't get canceled over this. So, you know, you could. Uh... So the first panel has uh, Shang Chi and uh, yeah. his father. Uh, do, yeah. do you know what his father's name is, Alden? His father is Junk Fu Manchu. <laughs> Junk Fu Manchu, <laughs> who is dressed up yeah. like uh, Peter Sellers in Fu Manchu. Uh, yeah, or yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, I I do like. Um, yeah. He's got a, he's got a little one of those little hats. He's got um, the long yep. robes and he's got like the the long fingernails. Um, and on his hat is a little M. Um, yeah. And Shang-Chi is, is uh, chopping up some vegetables. Nope. Yeah, he's slicing the tomatoes. Uh, I like this. My hands are deadly weapons and so are my feet if I don't wash them for a few days, which is uh, all sorts of wild implications there. Yep. Uh, I was going to say that uh, Shang-Chi, almost just from the blurry uh, resolution, uh-huh. he almost looks like a like Native American from yeah. from where I'm sitting, yeah. like he's kind of got like a, a, a what's what are those people the people of um, the Pueblo people yeah I was like gonna the, say from yeah the south southwest somewhere yeah exactly Pony, like it's it, type yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so he's got a headband and he's got some robes on uh, we got a plug there for Ginsu knives yeah he says uh, so so <laughs> if if you're unaware of this uh, in in Shangchu the actual mythology is his, his father is like an evil guy um but he, yeah. he's a good guy so uh his father's like with a boy like these who needs to buy ginsu knives uh i'm not doing the racist voice but uh yeah <laughs> no we can stay away from that uh today it's plenty racist it's already my... um <laughs> so in the second panel we have the health inspector arrive yep and he says attention i am sir dennis kitchen and this is my child Julia. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Julia uh, Child. Yeah. 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 And uh, so it says, I have a warrant here to inspect your ground beef. We've received numerous complaints of foreign substances, such as pig snouts and pantyhose yeah. being included in your burger. I mean, at that point, just say cat. You know, if you're going to go full racist, just, just lean into it. Right. That's the thing that I don't... <laughs> Well, like the the, the 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 stereotypical horrible like assumption is that the that the Chinese people in restaurants in North America will like kill your cat and use it as meat yeah. or whatever. So like if they're already implying if they're already kind of on this train, it's like they're especially they're with like, like pig snouts because like pig's yeah. feet is a big thing and like yeah. you know like Chinese they, they, culture is really no known for using a lot of parts of an animal. Yeah, I mean know, the so. south of the states uses pig trotters right. and like. Chick, they are, you know, like they have like fried skin and whatever and all that stuff. It's so mm-hmm. it's like they know that they're being racist, so they're like trying to soften that part. Like you're saying, ju- just just go ahead and be completely yeah. racist. Right? If you're already doing the thing, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like don't yeah. don't half ass it. Yeah. Uh, I also like the fact that they're serving burgers. Yes, uh, I do think that's. I think that's great. Yes, they're serving burgers in this place. Uh, apparently, yeah. Um, not much more to say well, about can, that that panel. Well, I, think. I, I want to talk. I, yeah, can I briefly talk about Julia? Yes, Julia. Ch- her Julia the child. Childs. Julia, <laughs> Julia, Julia Roberts. Um, no, Julia, 
Julia Child, she's a punk girl, and I and I watched Acura uh, two nights ago. Okay. And in the eighties, people were fucking obsessed with like punk being this downfall of society of being this like indicator <laughs> yeah. of the of the moral turpitude and denigration of of good society and it'll it'll ruin everything like the that punk would signify this return of crime to the suburban culture to satanism to all this stuff like watching acura it's all about these very young boys like 14 mm-hmm. both of them in motorcycle gangs and i'm also reading this book called speed tribes which is about those motorcycle gangs in the 80s cool and just how japan was totally concerned and obsessed over it and i just think about all these moral panics mm-hmm. that have happened like the satanic panic the panic about um you know uh, sure. punk stuff the panic the panic on even the panic nowadays that we see with like black lives matter like the sort of right-wing reactionary oh, yeah, like sure. oh god all oh, the rioters ugh. and like every single time you have a reactionary Every any one of those moral panics fade within like five years. It's just it's crazy how basically capitalism or like corporatism will take things that they're afraid of and then market it, and then all of a sudden the moral panic isn't a moral panic anymore. Yeah. Like as soon as people realize and it becomes normalized and you can make a profit off of it, it it immediately falls to the wayside. And the only people who are scared of it are just like the kooky crazy like what the fuck are you still caring about D and D for? <laughs> You weirdo. Yeah, at that point. So, like, it's just interesting to see it portrayed here that you have a punk girl with this, like, yeah. dude in a, what looks to be, like, a, la- a smoking jacket. <laughs> yeah, honestly. he's got a green smoking jacket. <laughs> he's bald. Which is a, you know, <laughs> if, if, if we could, if, <laughs> I would love to go as Sir Dennis Kitchen for Halloween. I will be Julia <laughs> Childs. Uh, <laughs> no, you'll be child Julia. Yeah, God. Child Julia. <laughs> oh no, you'll just be straight up Julia Child. <laughs> oh, even better. So I will say <laughs> I don't know what this is a reference to. I don't know if these are no. villains in Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. I don't know enough about yeah. him, but uh, yeah. Uh, also, her hair yeah. color changes in between the panels. It's pink in the first, and then it's blonde in the and next. Part one. of that is just the printing technology probably <laughs> sucks. You know, at that point, right? Uh, yeah. Like, all right, so what's the next panel got right, for so, us? Dude? So the next panel, uh, panel number three, we got uh, uh, kind of an action scene. We have Shang Chi, yeah. and he's 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 punting uh, a piece of paper out of uh, Dennis Kitchen's hand while Julia wa- watches mm-hmm. on. And uh, oh, yeah, he got there in the end. He got they got to the races. Yeah, the I was gonna say I would, wait, as soon as soon as he brought that up, I was like, just wait till the next one. I was thinking about it in my head. Um, and and uh, so so uh, yeah, has has a thought double Dennis Kitchen and uh, uh, says a barefooted cook that will certainly lower their health rating. And uh, Shang Chi okay. is is he says how dare you insult my honorable father? So he's defending his father at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I think you're right about the whole you know Hopi Indian thing. They have like a he's mm-hmm. got a feather in his in his yeah I know it's too, it's which is like it's it's interesting. Maybe offensive I don't know on what... multiple levels here. You know? <laughs> Impressive. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he says honorable ha junk food Manchu yep. will put anything in his bogus beef. Have you ever wondered what happened to your pet dog Sacks? 
how does Dennis is Dennis Kitchen his? I'm actually gonna Google it now. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Curious I don't know anything about, about the like. I, I know very little about the lore. The only thing I know is that his father is actually evil, and then he ends up having to fight. Okay, okay. Um, so I don't know about huh? any other people there. So so yeah. So the next panel we have um, Shang Chi, and he is um, yelling at his father, and his father has switched his cap to be. It still has an M on it, but it looks like Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. as part of Shang-Chi's uh, robe, there's like smiley faces randomly. There's like these sight mm-hmm. gags, I guess. But he says, uh, Father, are these accusations true? You've always told me that Sax went away from home. Mm-hmm. said, Sax was such an insolent pup, you insolent pup. He always barked during Dynasty. So oh I guess God. the implication being that uh, Shang Chu's dad uh, cooked his his uh, son's dog into the beef, yeah. which is again fucking insane. But this is yeah. <laughs> cool to joke about. Uh, you know, yeah. I guess it shows how how much we've changed. Uh, we, we've progressed a little bit here. Do, yeah. do you want to tell me about Dennis Kitchen? He only appears in this magazine. In, in this in this strip, uh, as does Ju- Julia Ch- Kitchen. Uh, <laughs> right, technically just Julia Kitchen. Right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so well, yeah, he's Sir Dennis Kitchen is a health inspector. Uh, <laughs> his identity is his a public identity. Like, it, can we just talk briefly about how? Like we, we've talked about how comics have done everything under the sun, right? Uh-huh. Like yeah, comics sure. have done everything. Can we also just talk about the fans of comics and how obsessive they are about <laughs> cataloging everything the comics have ever done? Like what? What? <laughs> Why do we need uh, this shit recorded? I don't know. Anyway, keep <laughs> keep going. Keep, keep laying it on me here. All right, so we okay. have we have our final row here of, of three panels um and and so the, the first panel it has sung chi and he's angrily jumping up and down or something uh yeah and he says i can't quite tell what's going on there yeah you, you really can't he says <laughs> you viper you deserve a break today yeah which is a reference to you know mcdonald's yeah, um, yeah, yeah. perhaps a broken arm or collarbone no i cannot strike dot 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 my father you know, kind of. I, I, you can. You'll have to bleep this. Maybe I don't. Maybe we just don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> the, the writing, the writing style does remind me of a certain uh, other Chinese author that we have read. Uh, specifically, the the dot 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 there. I cannot strike dot 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 my father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someday, someday I'll, I'll edit that together again too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Look for it on uh, Real Human Beings uh, book reviews. Plug uh, right there for it. Um, if you're still confused about what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> it'll be up there, probably. Um, he says, but I vow you will shall pay for your insidious deeds or next we meet it shall be as enemies. The, the second panel has... Uh, Have it your... But he spells the name right there, Shang-Chi, instead of Shang-Chu. Yeah. What's going on there? Yeah, so, so it, has, it has his dad, Jung Fu Manchu, and he says, Have it your way, Shang-Chi, which is another, you know, <laughs> reference to fast food. Um, and he, mm-hmm, he's, got mm-hmm. his, he's got his golden arches back on his hat. 
He's thinking to himself, curses, now I must hire a new cook. <laughs> so, uh, final panel is just a, um, pretty much a, a, a image of um, two signs, uh, two like street yeah. signs for um, you know yeah. restaurants. And, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, I realized that the only way to put an end to my father's evil was to put him out of the restaurant business. So I opened a cafe across the street. With that moment on, I rededicated my life to promoting healthful eating. I became master of tofu. Oh, and then we have Jung Fu's Manchu and Tofu Hut. Yeah, and then so. they asked to pass the master. Man, humor was bad. Yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like if, this was if this was considered funny... I really, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I really, yeah. I, I don't know if if it was, if anyone cared about this. It's from a series of comics uh, that came out called What the Marvel yeah. Comics. And it was written by this one dude who I remember very randomly looking up and finding out that he is from the same place as a person who is in my cohort right now. He's right. from like a, a, a little small town from Long Island. Um, huh. His name's Fred Hembeck, and he made his life basically making these. Uh, he's the he's like the main editor of these just right. like parody comics, um, which is kind of crazy to me. I don't know. <laughs> that that was the most egregious, but uh, yeah. anyways, uh, yeah. Um, how 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 would you rate this 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 uh, this comic? Uh, as as a as a comic or as a, a relic of history? Well, what, let's do both. <laughs> Why not? Uh, as a comic, it's pretty shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like if I if, if a kid gave this to me as like a, as like a story, and I was like graphing it. Do we have a protagonist? Yes. Do we have an antagonist? kind of do we have do we have exposition rising action climax denouement no there the climax happens immediately we actually don't have a protagonist because nobody goes well no we do but at the very end what's the theme i don't know the theme it's, is chinese people are different than us and therefore able to be left yeah 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 that's it's just it's just and as a historical uh mm-hmm like context i guess yeah, it's a fascinating look back into how you know racism we really have improved i think just no well just just like nerds uh-huh. i think people forget how racist the world was like just like uh nerds forget like how what they thought at the time of second edition or third edition, not to conflate the two, because that would be ridiculous because one's obviously more serious than the other, but like people are really quick to forget what things were like. Mm-hmm. And context, just sort of, yeah. Ass- yeah, just assume that's what people thought. It's like, no, like if you were to bring Abe Lincoln to the future and show him around, he would seem at times racist to people totally. because, you know, it's not like he wasn't racist, but for his time, he was, very much not a racist yeah. uh you know so i mean what you've talked about so like yeah it's just like a fascinating little window mm. and uh it would be wrong just to dismiss it yeah uh, as like totally stupid yeah i mean i, I will say uh, definitely um the fact that it was deemed 
you know yeah. sellable does does tell yeah. you all you really need to know is that this this stuff was still okay mm-hmm. to make jokes about um uh you know at this time um yeah so yeah i mean I, for this series uh if it be, if it ends up actually being anything more than just a one off um not everything is going to be like just a, a look into the racist past of uh, comic yeah, books, yeah. but um, uh, some of them are just like this is weird. Um, I, I've, there's there's usually an Archie comics in the in the bathroom right now, so I've been flipping through and just finding things that are like, what the fuck? Like what is like just stuff that's strange. Not necessarily offensive, but yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know what a good name for this would be, but. Uh, one crazy panel. Uh, one, <laughs> a graphic <laughs> one... novel. Uh, nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is a new music from Shanghai Restoration Project, Chinese electronic band. Uh, we highlighted them a while ago, like in the very first season that we produced of this. I don't remember exactly, maybe it was season two, but they just came out with new music and, uh, you know, hey, it's been a while and this sounds cool. I like the dissonant kind of voices and stuff and it all goes together to make a cool, different type of project. So, uh, yeah, that last thing was the thing. Do you have a good idea for what we should call it? Because I honestly have no idea. We might come back to it, we might not. I don't know. But it is weird. Like, comic books are just weird. And being somebody who's only partially in that world, uh, dipping your toe into it every so often can expose strange stuff. Which can be funny in some respects, or expose a bunch of racism is that valuable i don't know maybe i'm questioning everything any case fix the week up next have a fun time on the streets overworked underpaid day after day chasing through you and i've got to thank these angels in some way Welcome everyone. This has uh, been a tight little Great number, a uh, tight little, yeah. tight little five. Um, yeah. Who knows how it'll all end up? This is an experiment in some ways. That's behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, terms of recording and stuff like that, transferring, very unimportant stuff. Uh, anyways, uh, it's time for our favorite segment this week and every week. Uh, picks of the week. I don't actually know if it's our favorite segment, but uh, I just said that, so, uh, yeah. But we talk about something that we've been vibing on. Yeah, some of this has been been nice. Um, who, yeah. who shall go first? I, I can go first, because mine's pretty uh, straightforward. All right. Uh, uh, 
the thing I I like, unless I've already used this, but I feel like I haven't. The thing I like, Jacob, is a piece of technology. Ooh. It's made my life. I've I've been I've been doing more with it. Uh-huh. I've been I've been. It's been great. I just I love it so much. It's my Kindle. Wow! Oh, I was not <laughs> expecting that. Honestly, I got a Kindle. It's a Kindle, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's huh? it's my Kindle. Uh, wow. Julie. Oh. Julie bought me a Kindle, mm-hmm. and uh, I know it's it's pretty materialistic, and you know Amazon and all that stuff, yada yada. Eh, whatever. But but what it is is what it is, it allows, soul brother. What it is, soul brother. What it is is it's just very convenient for me uh, because uh, it it does do exactly what it advertises. It's easy on the eyes. I can read it before I go to bed. I feel like an old man. I'm like, oh, look at my Kindle. Uh. Yeah, but I don't have to spend as much money for these like history books, and more That's importantly, true. Jacob, mm-hmm. I can read my RPG PDFs on the go. I'm not tethered no more. I am unbound. The wings <laughs> are unleashed. I the wings not... of <laughs> yeah. And even even better, I don't even have to uh, like. I don't know. I I feel like less required to organize my pdfs i haven't done that in over six to eight months which for now, a long time use the pod yeah. or or jacob that was a bi-weekly thing that is a testament to how valuable this is indeed i you know yeah I you. <laughs> so yeah so it's been it's been great uh, i'm really enjoying um mm-hmm. really really enjoying the uh the kindle really been reading a lot of stuff picking drink uh Getting some great st- books read, basically a bunch of history books that I've been meaning to read. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been great. It's been great, man. Yeah, that makes me feel like I should go out and get one because I've been trying to read more. Although I've also been really busy, so yeah, I've really fallen off that. But uh, yeah, that's been something I've been meaning to do. So you never know. Maybe next time I'll have one, or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> Uh, okay. well, that was very nice, Alden. Uh, very you. happy for yeah. your pick of the week. Uh, my pick of the week is <laughs> a random video that came up on my nice, YouTube page. Nice. Uh, yeah! Uh, uh, that, that I actually really uh, enjoy. And it's um, from Pitchfork, uh, the rap um, media, the magazine, digital, whatever thing. Um and uh, it's it's Big Boy's favorite verse, uh, Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. It's part of nah. a series called Verses, where, uh, not not as in, like, X versus Y, Batman versus Superman, but, like, verses, like, song verses. And it features um, Big Boy, and uh, he's just talking about how much he loves Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. <laughs> My top two artists of all time when I start really loving music is Kate Bush, Bob Marley, I call it my 1A, my 1B, and two would be NWA. So, yeah, that's where my musical tastes lie. Which is awesome. He's just like, uh, you know, singing along with it. Yeah, ooh, it's my favorite part. Let's do it. He's just talking about like, like when he first started listening to it. Um, I just always thought of her like as like Phantom of the Opera kind of 
somewhere living in this big castle with a piano that was 10 times the size of a, a, a regular piano, just kind of just playing the piano all day with sheer curtains blowing in the window. Like she's like almost like Rapunzel, but on the top of a hill somewhere, just in a, on a castle, just desolate, playing the piano and wailing. I, I thought it was cool. And how he would he would bike he, he would he would be on his bicycle when he was a kid and it was a great like pump up song. For one, it was good to pedal to, you know, um, it made you go fast. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, it's just really kind of nice to to watch and see his like unbridled joy at this, admittedly very good song. Um, uh, it's really great. Uh, it makes me happy. It makes me smile. <laughs> Because I think it's a great song, too. You know? It is a great song. Yeah. <laughs> it's a... It's stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a classic. Kate Bush is a... She was ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. She was ahead of her time, and she was a foot of her time. No. Um, <laughs> that's as bad as the comic book we just read. Uh, get me out of here. Um, anyways... Uh, Honestly, this is probably going to be a pretty short episode at the end of all yeah. this, but that's okay. That's fine. Maybe just a little guy to, you know. A little guy we'll, to tide you over. Once we'll, we'll come back to the lost episodes of Zack Snyder. Just like his version was lost, Jacob. See, it's cursed. Release the RHB cut. <laughs> We're going to have people clamoring for it. <laughs> my mom keeps asking me when will I give my hot take on Zack Snyder's... <laughs> About news that was already old by the time we talked about it. No, what I'm saying is when we watch it, that's what we're about. Oh. Long story short, uh, uh, even the people on 4chan who are self-professed, you know, like super nerds, like they're the guys who would probably say, like, I know more than, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, Tom, Dick, Jane, they get history wrong about shit. Like, they'll misremember how things were, <laughs> or they'll deliberately just not know. Um, and it's, it's. Uh, I found this very, very, you know, Matt Colville? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so he, he releases incredibly long unedited videos. Yes, true, true gentleman, uh, yes. and he he does have a very interesting one where he talks to a guy who grew up in the '70s and played D and D with Gygax, so like he played mm-hmm. with some of the originals. And he, this guy's just giving his like take on what role playing like was back then, yeah, um, and just like why what people did and why. So, for example, he gives a he gives a little story about one of his buddies rolling two hundred characters, three d six in order. Until yeah. he got the character he liked. And like yeah. the idea that he would roll a different way or maybe 
point by or cheat to get the scores that he wanted. Just give yourself the, yeah. It's inconceivable. So you roll 3d6 in order, but I'm going to do it 200 times until I find a character that is, that is good. So it's like, then why not just make the character as you want it? Like, why do you have to roll? Why do you have to roll the thing? Yeah, what, why did you have what, to go through that? If that, you knew the end, yeah. the end result was always going to be the same. If you yeah, knew. exactly. But he was like, "That's just sort of the way." Because a lot of them are war gamers. You had to play by the rules, but that doesn't mean you can't bend the rules, or you can't like kind of approach uh, them in a sideways manner. And it's so just like, man, I know, like <laughs> <laughs> some. Yeah, I, I care about education. It's my job. It's my job. Don't wear it out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wear it out. I don't know. <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> I, I never understood that uh, phrasing. You know, That's my name. Don't wear it out. Like, you don't want somebody to say your name very often. Is that what you're yeah. saying by that? Yeah. So, like... <laughs> That's the way I read it. What are you supposed to call that person? <laughs> hey, you. Hey, daddy-o. Um, <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know. I mean, like, isn't it polite to call people by their names? That's I'm not a, sure. You know what? I'm going to steal a bit from my brother and brother and me. That's like a really good bit, Jacob. You should save that for your stand-up. <laughs> That's like a great little word thought, you know? Do you want me to go over the other the other things that I have stored in my phone? The other Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me some more. Give me some more. So when you finally start doing stand-up in New York to support your journalism career, uh, I can uh, yeah. kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about airplane food? Elaine! <laughs> hey, you're pretty much there. I, 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 <laughs> Jerry. Jerry! Um... Uh, I do. I do have some random things saved. I know. I know you do. That's a thing. I know you're not joking. <laughs> just got a real human being uh, uh talking points. Um, I was. I was thinking about it recently, though. Like, okay, which which would you rather have if you were the startup company of a like 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 a trendy tech startup company, like in Silicon okay, yeah. Valley? Would you rather yeah, have ping yeah. pong tables? Air hockey tables or foosball tables? Like, what does oh, that it, say it, about it, you as a company? You know, it does say a lot about you as a company. I'm going to be totally, totally honest with you here. I think the the correct the hipster choice is uh, foosball. That's you like think? the most. Oh wow! Because yes, it's European. All right. You know. Yeah, I, I suppose that is the least. Like, all you need is the ball. Um, everything yeah. else is there. Um, and then I think the 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 sort of the the pick that everybody would expect you to go, but which then means that they wouldn't expect you to have it, would be ping pong tables. Uh, and then the uh, what was the other one? I mean, it's my the other one is my my choice. Air hockey. Like if I'm yeah. gonna pick the three of those, I'm gonna pick air yeah. hockey. I do think I mean, that, air hockey is great. Yeah, I mean, it, it requires the most in terms of, like, you need to actually have, like, connected to power and stuff, and it's yeah, a yeah. big, huge, expensive machine, but yeah. I think it's the most fun. Uh, yes, it is. It, what a weird game. How do they... <laughs> how did that come about? Put jets of air and yeah. then have it shoot up. Bob, I've got an idea. <laughs> 
You know how we've been, we have, uh, here at the fan factory, uh, you know, people are cooled off by our fans. Um, We've used them, we put them on the back of uh, boats so they can go through swamps. But like, what else? What's the next big step in fan technology? I have it. We're going to put them underneath a table with a lot of little holes and then uh, put a puck on top of it and then. Boom, call it a day. That's done and dusted. Just totally... It is funny. Okay. I I feel I'm looking at myself on private, and this is Mm -hmm. is not, like, disparaging or anything. This isn't, like, the, you know, Friends or Seinfeld gay panic of the 1990s or whatever. I don't know why I said it that way, but... um, If you just looked at that, I'm pretty sure you might think that I was gay. Um... Or you might get this impression because a lot of my a lot of my pictures are just with other males. Uh, very cute one with me and Quentin. That's just like, yeah, that looks like we could be boyfriends there. Uh, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that, and it's the same punchline that that Seinfeld did. Yeah. But just looking at it now, being like, huh, yeah, I wonder what I would think if I saw this person, saw this picture. discussion detected ahead. If you didn't like The Last Jedi, or you like Rogue One, and can't stand people with the opposite opinion, turn back now. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm just like, uh, just fucking reading, I, I was, so you were talking about movies and stuff like that, so I pulled up movie details, because I was sort of interested and it sort of cropped up in my feed. And um, just like, so it's weird how there, there's moments, we've talked about this a lot, when you watch something and you see the reaction to of other people to it and you just wonder if you've watched the same thing. Totally. So the only other movie to ever receive 100% both on Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. apart from Citizen Kane, is a film called, um, oh fuck, what is it called? Okay. Hold, because I'm blanking on it. Holding. Hold. Uh, it's it's on medic. What is it? It's it's by a Polish director in the mid '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, 1990 something. 96. Huh? Yeah. Three colors red. Um. Three colors red, huh? Three colors red. It's the only film. To have a hundred percent on both Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes, apart from Citizen Kane, so it's one of the two okay. films. So okay. we, I, I watched it with Julie and her friend Derek, or our friend Derek, um, uh-huh. and we were like, "How is this the same movie that people watched? Like, what, uh-huh. what are we missing here? Like, the female actress is not that great. The story uh-huh. is interesting, but it's not like revolutionary. The cinematography is great. The music is awesome." But it's not like transporting. Me. Yeah. It's not. It's. it's it doesn't it, deserve it, to be that. Yeah. It feels like a good movie. It doesn't feel like the best fucking movie of all time. Like, uh. it, what, what are we missing? And it felt like we were all taking like crazy pills because we're all looking at each other, being like, "Well, what? What does Roger Ebert see in this? Why is he giving it four out of four? Why is? Why? Uh. 
why is every single critic being like, holy fuck, this is virtually flawless yeah. film. It's the greatest. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, Metacritic is less, but like definitely yeah. Rotten Tomatoes is like, it's yeah. just, mm-hmm. it's very basic. It's like, did you like it or not? And it's, yeah. it, that's the only thing. So mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes is a bit of like a, you know, cause, mm-hmm. cause a, a critic could be like critical mm-hmm. of it, but then Rotten Tomatoes like judges it as like, no, you thought it was fresh. Mm-hmm. So it is a little bit, but I, I understand, I understand what you're saying. Cause that's interesting. Cause Metacritic is, is not as prone to those type of things. So yeah. Uh, and so then, so then that led me to thinking. Cause I was just skimming through, skimming through Reddit, mm-hmm. people talking about Rogue One again, and how like oh, in, shit. In, any oh, in, no. in any conversation about the modern Star Wars kind oh, of yeah. thing, Rogue One is the one that people like, and I just don't fucking what the get fuck? it. I know we rant about this all the time, but I, I legitimately oh. every, every time I stumble across it, I'm like, did we see the same film? Like, oh my what, god, yeah, what I is, cannot understand. What is it that they saw that I don't see? What where is it falling apart? Like I've, what Yeah. And and I've been watching this there's this guy on YouTube who does like sort of he takes <laughs> he's just a total super nerd. He takes it's great. He takes like blurry shots from the original Tridge and like recreates what he thinks the ship would look like in CG. <laughs> So he like finds undiscovered ships that haven't been like shown officially, which is great. And then he he had he had a, a very cool video where he talks about how um, the Last Jedi kind of solves Star Wars combat because there's a, apparently there's a big debate among the Star Wars community of like why do these huge super why do these huge super ships why do they have to get so close to each other? Right. Like why does the Star Destroyer have to be so close to the other yeah. ship to actually do damage, and obviously it's for cinematic reasons. It makes for, for right. Totally. But if we're talking about in in universe, in in the Last Jedi, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson very clearly states out three things that like have to happen when they're chasing them on the ship. Mm-hmm. The like guy is like, our cannons aren't powerful enough at this range. We need to get closer to them. Right. So that implies that the shields mm-hmm. protect them amply enough so they just have to get physically close enough to actually blast them apart uh, and then that answers yeah. the second question of like why would kylo ren dive into like a ship can get into the shield so if you have a small fighter it can go inside the shield and actually do some damage it can actually do something so like again just showing that the last jedi wasn't just some like random weirdo movie that like ryan johnson had no plan with as a lot of critics claim he doesn't oh, i really don't it, fucking get that <laughs> He it was really in fact very well thought out, and he also addresses yeah. the whole the whole warp jump problem. Yeah. That they have. It's like why didn't they just do that with fucking Death Star, or like yada yada? And he's like, well, why why do, why don't why don't people just shoot all the soldiers that they're fighting? Why do we take captives? Like why do we have POWs? Why do yeah. we why do we have rules of combat that we seem to follow, even though it doesn't yeah. make logical sense? Yeah. That we do? And it's like yeah, because most people don't want to fucking suicide themselves into a into a building and even if you just were to put a missile with a hyperdrive that's a really expensive missile that you might miss that you have to like kind of hope hits so and then if it and if it misses the other thing too if it misses it's just warping into infinity until it hits a planet or something awful and just blows that up it's like why don't we just always use nukes in combat i don't know because that's fucking suit crazy 
Like, yeah. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, no. Man, like, <laughs> so, so I watched I watched uh, Rise of Skywalker with my parents yeah. recently because they they had seen it and right. I you felt in the to. mood to get angry. And it, it's so bad. Like, and I don't <laughs> get how anybody would see the Last Jedi and not understand. Like, if anything. Yeah. Like I love the Last Jedi. I'm a Jedi. Last Jedi stand. If anything, the thing that I don't like about it is that it's so ham-fisted. Yeah. But part of me is like, it's Star Wars. You know, the yeah. the themes are always really obvious, and they're yeah. always like hokey and cheesy, yeah. and that's that's part of the joy of it. Yeah. Because I thought the themes were so clear in yeah. the Last Jedi, and it didn't take. Yeah. I don't think I'm that much smarter than a lot of these people, but sometimes I just wonder. I, I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, if they didn't like what the themes were saying, fine. But no, so many I, of them don't even understand what it's saying. I know, which is insane to me. Which is just like, how can you... Like, like, mm-hmm. and that's the thing that's that's crazy to me, is like, when they were watching the original Tridge, yeah. Did they did they also miss the very blatant themes in that one too? Like I, honestly, did, maybe. <laughs> did they did they just watch it and be like, "Wow, it's super sad that this thing's happening" without like contextualizing why yeah. like that might happen? Yeah. Or is it just because it's like so baked into their memory that they just can kind of do the contextualization like, that's needed? And the thing about yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna because I have ahead. a friend who Finish. I have a friend who's a, yeah. a Rogue One. Uh, Stand right, like, yes, and and unironically thinks that the uh, prequels had the, yeah, had some yeah, value. Yeah. Apart, ironically, like the prequels, if only for like the meme. Me too. Yeah, definitely. The, same at the, that point. The now. meme flavor yeah. out of but like, but as a film and as a as a prequel to the to the original failure on all, <laughs> on all regards. But like, that's the thing is like sh- she will spend. Hours, <laughs> <laughs> or like I would imagine, uh-huh. I would hope that she has contextualized the the prequels into something good. Like she, they've they've pulled apart mm-hmm. the meat of it and found the themes. And to the prequels' credit, there are some interesting themes talked yes. about. Yes, I I'm think not... I think that the prequels are are have some interesting themes, bad execution. Yeah, exactly, and that's which that's is why... weird because that's what a lot of people I read on the internet are critical of Last Jedi. Yes. Um, that's what yes. they don't like about it, which I'm and, like, and I, I, like what do you just, mean? And it's, right, it's so, it, well, it's just also <laughs> so bizarre that like, they would rather, if, if they're okay with the prequels having theme, but bad execution, wouldn't you want that in your sequels? But apparently that's not okay. They want yeah. like, they want the vapid pandering to the be nostalgia, there. Nostalgia. Yeah. You know. I and guess it, one of the, yeah. Points the fans don't know what they want. They want the thing to right. be what they felt when they were ten, but they're thirty and dejected, old, sad, miserable fucks <laughs> who, who don't see that. Like maybe that theme is the point of the character or is the point of the story they're being told. Like Yoda saying, "Do you think that's where the Force was?" Couldn't be even more obvious. Like, hey, stop being attached to the movies as like this. Like you could even yeah. go meta. I, I just don't. Oh, you know, I like think you said, it's very meta. I think I think the fact that Ryan Johnson made a concerted effort to make sure that Ray didn't have any important parents, mm. um, that the end, the ending uh, shot in that movie is Broom Boy, which yeah. is a very clear indication of like, okay, now we're gonna pass the torch to the yeah. next generation of yeah. 
Jedi people. And yeah. it's like, and the fact that Broom Boy is just a symbol, it's whoever you, you want it to be. It's every yeah. little kid who pretended he yeah. was a Jedi. He's, he doesn't have to be some backyard. Yeah. Doesn't have to be. He's not some important character, but no, I think... it's a symbol. It's all fucking like it, it, the part of it is just the fact that it's so obvious. Yeah, and then it just the fact that well, I just like I agree with you because we've talked about this before. But like, people have been trained. People have been trained to look because every because there was such a drought after the original trilogy was released. Trilogy was released. Every single character became important. Every single thing yeah. needed to be plumbed for maximum yeah. juice. So now when we got a new thing and it's just a symbol or just we a thing. We expect it to be a whole like, oh, no. well, you know, that guy in the background, that's Forlom. And he had yeah. this whole entire thing on, you know, the mines of Bespin uh, or whatever. Yeah. Not a lot. We don't need that. We don't need that. No, so, no. I mean, sometimes a movie can just be yeah. symbolic and thematic. Yeah. And, yeah, and like... yeah. I remember countless and, videos yeah. coming out of talking about how like the lightsaber fighting was bad, and yeah. uh, especially in the scene where Ray and uh, yeah they're uh, fighting back to back yeah back to back and they're like how yeah. uh, inaccurate they should have been murdered and it's like that it's a big extended metaphor of how they're joining forces and they're fighting the like I don't you don't need the combat to be realistic it, to tell a story you can it have was, it. Yeah, and that moment, and that moment was something to me. This is another reason why I really yeah. stand that movie. Is that moment was was something different than we've seen for yeah. finally? Because when they kill all those guys, and then he reaches out his hand and tells Ray, and like we yeah. could we could rule this together. Come with me. Yeah. That was the first time that I've ever actually thought like, yeah, I could see her yeah. doing that. Like yeah. I never thought that that you know. Yeah. Luke was going to join the dark side or, you yeah. know, uh, Count Dooku offers it to Obi-Wan at yeah. one point. It's like, no, yeah. there's no way, you know, but that was the one time where I'm like, I believe this enough because you have yeah. seeded it through this character um, mm-hmm. that it's, it makes sense. It would make sense that she would do this at this point. Um, yeah. And to me, it was like, wow, that's a different direction to go in. And, and then, then to have Rise of Skywalker just totally reset it and be like, nope, the Emperor's mm-hmm. back and Kylo Ren's just a lapdog again and yeah. he, you know, doesn't have yeah. any ambition after all. Uh, yeah. 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 And then you have, like, the fucking... Uh, the, the Any attempts to be original are met with approval so long as they are, like, the right kind of different, I guess. And the only yeah. one that I can say is different is The Mandalorian. But that's because it's like working with a character that is mm-hmm. emotionally unavailable and like you can super kind beloved of... by the franchise yeah. too. Yeah, like, you might so as well be Boba Fett. Like yeah, honestly, let's be yeah. honest. Like yeah. you might as well just be like you know. Yeah, you can just um, say it's Boba Fett and the, the adventures of Boba Fett. Uh, yeah. And it's a good. It's a good series. Like I, I think I'm, it's. I think it's perfectly good. Fine. Like yeah, it's I perfectly it's, fine. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't. I have no problems with it. Yeah. Um, it's I the will same, say, I do think that it's very much like, oh, we're gonna do Seven Samurai, but in yeah. Star Wars universe, or we're gonna do this movie, but you know, which is fine. It's enjoyable, but part of me is kind of like, this is reductive. Like, this is yeah. like, you know, very not that anything isn't, but um, you know, uh, yes, but 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 yeah, I, I would agree. That's the one thing that came out recently that I'm like, That's you have cool. the same thing like, with like uh, with fucking. Uh, solo yeah. like it's a fine movie it's definitely it's yeah. for me it's 
Well, I think Mandalorian is better than Solo, yeah, honestly. Definitely. But, um, definitely. Yeah. You know, uh, but it just Solo was fine. There wasn't anything wrong with it, uh, I thought. Not not a, a you know, not not super bad. You know, not super like I, but, I will say my, my my opinion of Solo was really influenced by the fact that we saw it in four D. And uh, we were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and originally I was like, holy shit, this, this seat is moving. This is horrible. I hate it. But then by the end I was like, yeah, I'm flying a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, there's buy-in. Uh, maybe the alcohol helped. Uh, I don't know. Oh, jeez. But yeah, no, it's just like the, uh, the fact that mm-hmm. you can have attempts at creativity. People, I, and I think fans too, would say that the rise of Skywalker was a disappointment. Like, yeah. I, you know, somebody yeah, who didn't like, liked it. Yeah. yeah. But then for that same person to have the fucking gall, I think to mm-hmm. go and say that rogue one is some masterpiece is yeah. Oh, legitimately God. frustrating. I do not because... get what people see in that movie in particular, because everything feels just, just so like the pace is all yep. off. I have, no, I don't care about any of the characters. Yeah, that Donnie Yoon just kind of comes in for no apparent reason. Like yeah. there's no connective, and the whole like all yeah. of the rebels are ready to give up, and they just and then, oh, God, yeah, yes, I can't even remember her name, but and just... she gives that speech, and she's been there all of like two days, and now she's. It doesn't make any sense. I yeah, I'm... and they're just told like, hey, anyways, go like, yeah, I don't know it. It, we've talked about it to death, but it, it just does really annoy me anytime I see somebody say Rogue One is good. So, yeah. Yeah, someday, someday when you know, we actually get up to the top of this, we'll release our uh, yeah. commentary track where we listen to all of the Italian version. Of, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. I found a stream, but it was all in Italian, and we just said, fuck it, let's watch this. Get drunk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't impact my enjoyment of this Yeah. <laughs> stupid the fact um, that i don't understand what they're saying oh god no it, it was just it was just it's just so clearly nostalgia bait and like yeah and just not good it's not good it's not good there's no way around yeah. it there was so much they could have done with it and they yeah. they didn't they also it didn't really have to was. tell the story but yeah they could have <laughs> done something else they could have done really. anything else why you know, Star Wars is a vast soup that you could choose to eat yeah. from, and we keep eating the same section of the soup. We can yeah, go somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, I, it was it was a pick of the week a while ago, but those uh, X-wing Rogue Squadron comic books mm-hmm. were part of like kind of my re-falling in love with the universe because it, it is like wow, in the extended universe, there's so many people who care and are interested in pel- telling really cool stories. Um, you know, so that that takes the hurt away a little bit more yeah, of everybody totally. loving, you know, the wrong, the wrong <laughs> things. They don't only like what like, I like. Yeah, <laughs> only like the things I like. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, that was fun. Um, <laughs> man, doesn't take much to get me started. Join us. Join us in uh, two months as we rant about Rogue One again. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. Oh. <laughs> so true. So true. Uh. <laughs>